0: What it is, what it is, what it is, you know what it is. It's the ideal for hip hop podcast. Hashtag a podcast for the rest of us. It's me, your boy, the profound conqueror, the real boogie with a hoodie. I'm Bentley Boog, Man. I'm in the building, and um, I'm joined by a special guest this after this evening, pretty much. I'm joined by the thunderous Swami. What up, what up, what up? This is E-Wood E-Hood. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, great, and so couldn't make the show tonight. So, me and E-Wood, we're going to hold it down, and uh, we're going to give you this J. Cole review, and we're going to do the show for y'all, you know? So, that's this this how we're going to do it. Right now, Swami, yeah. what you been up to this week, man? What you been listening to?
1: Okay, well um I've been busy with finals, studying hard, um seeing Infinity War with you, that was fun. Ugh, ugh. No spoilers. <sighs> no spoilers. <laughs> um and I, this is the only thing I listen to is J. Cole stuff on the train.
0: Word. You didn't listen to uh Janelle Monet any?
1: Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Janelle. oh yeah Janelle Monet. I listened to about her. That? Um, not for me I get the message I love it I respect yeah. it it's dope but I just can't throw that on at just any time and bang right. to it so
0: I can feel that um I like Electric Lady myself yeah better that's than that that's, that, that's better. her better that's our best one actually yeah so um with me what I have what I've been up to I'm just working hard this week um, we didn't really do I didn't really do much I did a bunch of uh just planning, trying to organize my life. Got a lot of stuff going on. Our life. Yeah, our <laughs> life. All that. Oh yeah, this is my wife, matter of fact. So, because <laughs> you're getting all these, all these hints. <laughs> this, this, this is This is that. This is actually my wife. This is actually the better half. Mm-hmm. All of that. All of that stuff that everybody says. Yeah. But we're gonna keep this. We're gonna keep this real rap raw. We ain't gonna keep. It's not a couple show. No. But we We're gonna. We're we, we gonna. It's about these bars right now. Um, what I've been up to, yeah, like I said, just, just chilling, um, organizing, trying to make sure I can do all the stuff that I gotta do. Um, what, it, what's really going on is that I've just been doing a lot of stuff, so, um, you know, just making sure I can do everything is gotta write it all down, gotta get it organized. What I have been listening to, obviously, is that, uh, that J. Cole, I've been listening to that Janelle Monae. Those are primarily what I've been listening to other than sports. And uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it, man. So we're gonna hop right into the show. Um, but let me ask you, uh, let me ask you, uh, Swami, what's your uh, what do you think about the show? What do you what, what, what do you think about me doing the show? What, what are your thoughts on it? Because you know you haven't been on the show ever. You know we don't really talk about it that much. You know so.
1: Well, you dedicate uh, your time to it, so I see that you enjoy it. So you know if you like it, I like it.
0: Sure. All right, so let's get into some uh, some hip hop. So we're gonna get into today in hip hop. That's my section that we do, and we're going to first we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Meek Mill got out of jail and all shenanigans. Now, personally, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal.
1: <laughs> Isn't he like? That really out, out like. You no, know, I think he's out. He's out. Oh, I thought he was like
0: out on. He's like, out on like Bond, I think. Bond yeah. or something. I, I, didn't, really, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Like people really made it a big deal, and I get it. You know, if you, you family and friends. He, um, you know, he was so, so uh, somewhat wrongly accused. He probably shouldn't have been in jail for what he was in jail for. He was wrongly accused. But he, he, but he probably he shouldn't just, have been in trouble in the first.
1: Place. He shouldn't have went to jail. He yeah. should have just had a fine and kept it moving. And kept it
0: moving, right? So, but he ended up going to jail because of, uh, I guess, a bad judge or prosecutor or something like that.
1: They hating. That's why he yeah, ended up going. Basically, basically. I, so, I don't see. He must not have had a good lawyer. Basically, that's how I look at it. Because there's no reason for him to have been in jail. Just like a fine and. Keep it moving. Yeah.
0: So I get it from that standpoint that you know, um, they they won that type they won that battle that he shouldn't have been in. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm good on celebrating.
1: People who, uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, he still his initial his
0: initial issue was, was something something wrong.
1: wrong. <laughs> he did something wrong, so he had to pay the consequences, and then you know he violated that probation or whatever, and so yeah. Yeah, deal but with that, it. Right? Yeah, gotta deal with it. But I mean, but his violation was bullshit. So that's that's the only wrong in my in my opinion. But okay, get out of trouble. Make better decisions.
0: Basically, that's kind of what that's kind of the moral little story. Hopefully, he can tell you about that. Now, um, let's talk about let's switch gears a little bit. We're gonna stay in rap. Let's talk about um, let's talk about Kanye's new song, Kanye versus the people. Mm. Well, Kanye's been wilding lately. Kanye has been saying that he loves Trump. Um, he's been talking about, Make you a know. Make America great yeah, again. He got a MAGA hat. done signed it he's hanging out with a bunch of uh right wing folks
1: Taking pictures taking
0: pictures all sorts of stuff trump is like
1: his best friend yeah basically i think he talked about him recently in the news
0: he probably i know he did he tweeted about him
1: he tweeted and he talked about him he's like let's talk about kanye i think he was in michigan and he was like let's talk about kanye i'm like that's not what we're here for but trump
0: Trump ain't holla at the boy um the boy the waffle house guy oh yeah he he ain't holla at him at all to uh to congratulate him or to big him up on what he doing.
1: For paying for the funerals yeah. of the uh was dude, it four yeah. of them? Yeah, dude right. stayed
0: out on people's lives and started and had a GoFundMe page started for him to handle his bills. And he took that bread and paid for everybody else's funeral, man. So that's a very noble thing to do. Um and I, I big big up the brother for that, man. That was that was a that, uh, that was pretty dope. But Kanye. His name, uh, I think it's James something. James Shaw. That's the yeah, man's gotta name. Say his name. So um let's talk let's talk about Kanye versus the people. What do you think about Kanye the song Kanye versus the people?
1: The song is dope. I get the song. Mm. I get it. Yeah. I, I respect it, but it's 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 he didn't really it's lost. It's like, yeah, okay, Kanye, but it still don't make sense because he should have, uh, I guess, explained it a little bit better with through his ranting. I, I understand at the same time he wanted people to uh, shock people and get them interested, and I think he definitely could have done that without, in not leave so much gray area to go, what the heck are you talking about, Kanye? I mean, even after listening to this song, I still don't believe or agree with Kanye.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... And, uh, because, you know, these all right people are like, yeah, Kanye is on our side. <laughs> like, come on. I'm, I'm like, it's just mixed messages and it's just not that clear. But the song clears it up a little bit, but it don't make it any better.
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, Kanye. we all know Kanye has the worst delivery in the world. Like, I don't think there's anybody in the rap game with a worst delivery and so much to say. Like... I understand what he was trying to do. He said that he wore the MAGA hat and he said all the stuff he said just to show that we're equal and we can have the same playing field. He just didn't come off the right way, it was no. a terrible, like terrible representation. Kanye, you gotta do, you gotta talk to talk to more people, Kanye. Have some more folks in your camp that's going to direct you. Like, you got your vision. Have some folks that's going to refine your vision so that you can, you know, spit the right message and you can send the right, you know, send the right message across every time, man. Like, are you saying stuff. And the song was dope. Like, I was mad as hell that the song was that dope. But it's overshadowed by <laughs> exactly. his,
1: you know, by his ranting. It's just totally
0: overshadowed. Yep.
1: The, the song. The song is good, but yeah. I, I don't think it's a matter of Kanye not having the right people in his camp. I just, because he just seems like a person, it doesn't matter what you say, he, he's so passionate and yeah. believes in what he says. That even if what you're saying makes perfectly good sense, the song shows you that. That he still has his own way of looking at things. So I don't, I think that, um... Kanye is just totally his own person and can give two shits about what anybody said I mean you see he didn't care about what Kim said <laughs> yeah, you know you know he was like oh I'm only doing this because my wife said let me make this clear you know I don't agree with everything but at the end of the day you know Kanye
0: yeah.
1: he's just he's just a wild cat
0: Word. all right so let's uh let's, let's, let's switch gears one more time <laughs> let's talk about um, something that's a little more serious. Um then Kanye's ridiculousness. Yeah. Let's talk about domestic violence. Just just for just for a little while. I know this is not a domestic violence show. Um the song is the show's about hip hop. But um this 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 issue is about one of hip hop's own and Nas, right? So um Khalees this week came out and she uh told uh, Hollywood Unlocked in a long one-hour interview. Go check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, I haven't listened to the entire interview. I pretty much got the cliff notes because the interview was long. I yeah, didn't have time to sit through an hour interview. It's a good but, interview though. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good interview, the parts that I've heard. I listened to maybe twenty five minutes of it total. So, um and those are basically the cliff notes and you know what she was basically talking about with without a lot of filler. Um so yeah, so she talked about how Nas, you know, had, you know, hit her and abused her, uh you know, physically and mentally and things like that. And um I wish these cats would learn how to um, talk about their feelings or how to deal with their feelings or whatever they're going through instead Nas? of
1: Nas. Yeah. Oh men.
0: Yeah. I wish they would figure out how to do that. Like not the Nas's, the fabulous, you know, all of them that that have these allegations out there where You know people are saying that they're 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 beating their women or they're you know abusing people and things like that like i want i wish they would have you know the the presence of mind to you know figure out another way to get their feelings out instead of taking it out on the person right in front of them and that person is probably the person that loves the most um i don't really understand domestic violence um, I've never dealt with it. I've never had anybody in my family deal with it too much. Yeah, it's a I, I have had somebody in my family deal with it. But I still don't understand um, why why it happens so much nowadays. Especially in um, situations with, I mean, obviously men of power. That's Yeah, I mean, it's not <laughs> about nowadays. Much, yeah, it's, always it's always been happening. It's been happening. there I for a was, while. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah
0: so. What do you think about that?
1: Um, well... I think it's, I think it is unfortunate, um, the way Khalees talks about the incident, it's, and it just seems like she, she definitely comes from a point of, hey, I was young, I was dumb, and I thought I could love him through it all. She also points out a lot that most of these beatings that she took, he probably doesn't even remember because they were both drunk, drunk. <clears throat> and it wasn't. And she was right there along with him, partying hard and drinking right there along with him. But he just drank a little bit more. She knew when to stop, and he didn't. And because of that, you know, they got into fights, um, and he definitely laid hands on her, and she fought him back. And so uh, I think that she, in a way doesn't want to necessarily blame him for all of the abuse that she received and I don't think that that's the right way to look at it but hey I've never been abused so I can't really you know speak from that point of view but she takes ownership in some of the uh the abuse yeah Basically, that's what I get from it. And she, she takes it from a point of she was being young. She was young and in love. And a lot of it happened when he was drunk. It wasn't like he was sober and beating her. And that she could take the beatings, meaning that she fought him back. So uh, she thought that by doing that, well, this is what I take from what she's saying, by actually fighting him back and, and brawling with him, that um, she could handle it and she was strong enough. And they could love him through it. And could get past it. and But she doesn't have a whole lot of hate for, for him for it. And I think she said at one point she just basically grew up and became a different person. And just could no longer
0: deal with, deal
1: with it. And, and handle it. And, you know, she left. And, you know, I think that, you know, because she's a female, a black female, she's all taking the the, the bunt of it. And um, everyone is making her seem like the neg. Um you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It makes me sad because you don't want to think of Nas in that way, but it is what it is.
0: Yep, that's that's um definitely something that people are going to have to deal with in the next couple weeks. Um, you know, Nas has an album coming out, and people are going to you know buy it or not, <laughs> and um, you know, that's going to just that's going to just be a part of the whole whole uh, narrative, basically. Um, let me uh switch gears real quick. We Right before the show. We were chilling and got the shit scared out of us pretty much. Are you gonna talk about that? So um we bought this nice bottle of champagne, right? So we was at the store the other week and this guy, he was here from California, he let us taste the champagne. He was, he, I, I thought it was dope. I was like, this is some of the dopest champagne I ever had. It's really good. It's not champagne. It's sparkling, sparkling wine. Sparkling wine. It's not from Champagne France, yeah. right? Anyway, so um, it's really good, right? So I had it, and I was like, I'm gonna buy it one day. So tonight, my wife was like, we're going to do the show. We just cop that champagne. I was like, I mean, that's sparkling wine. I was like, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> so, cop the sparkling wine, and um, just I took the cage off like right before we started recording. And I was sitting here and I was letting my wife, you know, just listen to stuff and try to figure out what we're going to do. And they see, you know, that, that, that cork popped and it almost put a hole in our ceiling pretty much. Scared the shit <laughs> Scared out of us. shit out of, out of the man. Um, but right now, but, but it's all good. Um, there's no hole in our ceiling and, um, we threw our first glass. So, you know, we, we doing it right now. I'm this through, is I'm really, through my
1: first glass. Yeah.
0: She threw her first glass. <laughs> I still got half mine, but this is really good. Sparkling wine. This is um, from what is it? Uh, Spritz and giggles from Chronic Sellers in California. Chronic Sellers from Lodi, California. It's I mean like it's really good sparkling it's wine. Strong. It's strong. Yeah, it's the, it's stronger than your average it's sparkling, sparkling wine. wine. Anyway, let's get into this review, man. Let's do this review. Oh, one, one more. Uh, Shouts to the boy Rock man please get better my dude um i read a i read a, a story that rick ross was having seizures again um he just got out of the hospital recently i don't really know what was wrong with him that last time but i just know i seen i know he was in the hospital for a while he ended up getting out um there was a scare that time when he was in the hospital people thought that he was on life support pretty much but uh story ended up he being good but came out the other day that he had a um seizure and hopefully he gets better man hopefully he can um you know, get his health up to par, man, and, you know, and, you know, live a long, healthful, uh, life, man. You don't
1: know why
0: he keeps having seizures? I don't, yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not sure why Rick Ross keep having seizures. They don't really tell you that much. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and, like, I'm not one of those people that you know. If I get the first article, I'm going to dig further oh. into the third article to figure out figure what's out wrong why. or what they
1: think might be the yeah reason. because
0: because a lot of times it's a lot of speculation. Especially, I mean, with that with that first story, there was a lot of speculation. Mm-hmm. He he um they they like the whole story was that he was on life support oh, and yeah. he wasn't he, he wasn't <laughs> so it was like you know I I'm, I'm really TMZ saying it. No TMZ didn't oh, say. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, TMZ be on point. They've like, been on point. They've been these on. They've they, they been on point for the last couple of years. Sometimes they'll be on point, but a lot of times when they be having a story, it be it be the story, be man. Legit. <laughs> so, That's a shame. And that is a shame. That we that we that we can get TMZ news from is TMZ. More legit
1: than
0: CNN. Terrible in certain situations. <laughs> so anyway, let's bang into this review. So uh, Jake Cole's news. Uh, New album K.O.D. Twelve tracks. This is uh, J. Cole's fourth studio album.
1: Twelve tracks isn't that kind of
0: short? No. Yeah, it's kind of short. But nowadays albums aren't long; they're really short. This is forty. This is forty-two minutes. Hmm. So uh, J. Cole has had what? uh, This is his fifth Fifth studio studio album. album. Yeah. Um, I have liked about three of them. So that's just my, my standpoint. So I'm gonna read you guys the editor's notes from iTunes. So it says J. Cole's 4 your eyes only took the rapper from celebrated hit maker to full on activist. on KOD, his ruminations on black America and the state of the union are still present, but less objective reporting and more acquired wisdom from his life as a reluctant superstar. J. Cole takes rap pundits to task with impassioned staccato delivery on the title track. And on photograph, he questions the nature of romance in the digital age. KOD's production is minimal throughout. Absolutely. Jesus. Minimal. It's not even. I mean, that, that captured it to the fullest. Clearing space for Cole's elegantly spun stories of opportunistic friends, The Cutoff, modern day drug culture, once an addict. And the guilt that success brings can bring in friends. So we're gonna go through this track by track and uh you know let you know what we think. So the first one is the intro. So the intro in with this is um it's a perfect setup, man. So this sets up the fact that J. Cole, throughout this album, he's gonna be talking about pain and different ways of dealing with it. And um, this is a this is this album is a concept album. This is the one that Personally, I have been waiting for this. is a, This is the album that J. Cole, I think he finally put it all together and made a really good album. It's cohesive. This time. And all the other ones just didn't hit home for me, but I understand why people like them. So at the end of the song, he says, choose wisely. Um, so he's talking about pain. There are different ways to deal with pain. He says, choose wisely the way you deal with pain. Uh, one of the lyrics of this song he says at the bottom of the hourglass lies sand that represents the past in which all my demons can rest i'm calling out for help so i think that what he's talking about with this where he's in that um he looks back on his past and he sees where he went wrong so the sand at the bottom of the hourglass is what he's looking at looking at how much time he wasted and probably the times that he dealt with his pain the wrong way uh so Swami, what do you think about the intro? Do you like the intro? Is it anything you can take from it?
1: I think the intro basically sums up his album. It definitely is, you know, that he's going to be talking about pain and how people, not just him, but people tend to deal with it. So, yeah, the intro is, is, you know, it's dope.
0: Cool. All throughout this album, the production is classic J. Cole. Just to let y'all know, if y'all know what classic J. Cole is, y'all ain't J. Cole fans. Um... So let's jump to the next track, K.O.D. This is the title track. So this one is not my favorite track on the album, man.
1: I like this song. Ah,
0: this is not my favorite track. I can respect his lyrical skill on it, especially on the second verse where he just goes ham. I can also respect um, how he's bringing us into the album right now. Like this song is, uh, to me, is talking about his ego, something that's pretty easily easy to notice in people whether they're successful as, as j cole or not but this song j cole is flexing about where he came from and what mm-hmm. he's been through pretty much yeah. um let me uh quote a lyric he says i'm gonna say this i'm only gonna say this one time and i'll dip niggas ain't worthy to be on my shit um i wonder what he's talking about in this one man like is he talking about you know Kendrick ain't worthy to be on his his album, no. or is he talking about the Drakes of the world. He's talking about you know the little yatties of the world, or like well, who is he talking about? Because Jay Cole doesn't have features on his albums too much, so I guess people ask him all the time. You know when you gonna have a feature, and he obviously doesn't you have. Know, them. He
1: doesn't need a feature necessarily to carry his song. No, he doesn't. So I think you know, but a lot of people have features. So yeah. You know,
0: so he doesn't need them, like. Definitely. So one other thing he says is uh power, greed, money, Molly, weed, perks, zannies, lean, fame, and the strongest drug of them all is love. Mm. Um, I like that. That's. I think it's the thing that people really crave in all of this. I think people really want to be loved, and that's literally. What it's about? it like I think people do all the they probably he feels they do all the stuff that they do because they pretty much just want to be loved in mm-hmm. the end. Yeah,
1: that's definitely something people aspire. To love, I mean, relationship goals, you know. Yep. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> likes, likes on social media, mm-hmm.
0: all that stuff, man. They, they they want to be noticed. So we're gonna jump into the next track, which is Photograph. Um, first off, the beat is all my style. Like I love this track, I love this beat. What do you think about it, Swami? Well E Wood, Hood.
1: I mean, I like photographs. I like I like what it describes and you know, people use social media to, to figure out who they're gonna date and hook up and that's why that's why I take photographs. This is a way of communicating yeah. with other people and Sometimes you get your feelings hurt. Sometimes they want to holler. Sometimes they slide in a DM. So I think the song is relevant. This is one song that's not as sad. It's not a sad song and depressing um, at times. But it's not depressing. So I, I, I like it for him. Word. But, um... Yeah, but at, at the end of it, it seems like all of these songs is about drugs.
0: It is. Like, it's just drug, <laughs> yeah, drugs, drugs, drugs. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Yeah, so this song, like, it's about, like, you know, I, I felt that it was, like, about our excessive love of social media. You know, social media is the drug. Is the drug, yeah. You know, we lust after all, every, you know, all of the follows and all of the likes and things like that. Um, One of my favorite parts of the song is I like when he says, uh, I don't even know your name. Um, and that was interesting to me. Because these days, you know, we have a couple hundred or a thousand followers on Instagram and Twitter, and nobody knows anybody else's real name out here. Like, it's never happened to me, but I've heard friends tell me there that their friends on with somebody on Instagram, and they'll I see never them. on the street. Them. No, they'll see them on the street, Uh-oh. and they'll call them by the Instagram name.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were like, oh, their names change so much exactly, on you don't Instagram. Exactly, like,
0: do you don't know you? who these people actually are. You don't know what their names are or anything. Because people change their names once a week, some people.
1: Yeah, because you have to.
0: You have to. Because people hide from people and stuff. Yeah, especially if you're,
1: about, if you're a troll. You're going to have to change your name. You got to do
0: it. You got to do it. So, yeah, it's, it's just really crazy how that, how that works. I think that's um, that was a pretty good... um. Song and talk about you know social social media as a drug,
1: yeah. I mean, and, and social media leaves so much to be interpreted, and you can interpret everyone's motives the wrong way, and so you know, it just leaves a lot for interpretation.
0: Absolutely cool. So, let's jump right into the next track, man. My favorite track on the album, The Cutoff, featuring Kill Edward. Um, pretty sure by now, y'all know who Kill Edward is, it's actually J. Cole. Um, first thing I noticed about this song is how he says "down" in the in the chorus, right? So he says it like "dine." I thought it was a clever way of subtly throwing folks off of the scent that is actually really him, because like that's a super deep South way of saying "down." Like all dudes, all the dudes I know that say "down" in a way like "dine" are from Alabama, Louisiana, stuff like that. If you, listen, if you listen to a David Banner song like "A Pimp." He says die he says down in that same way in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, real girls get down on the floor and it's like down. You know what I'm saying? That's how he says it. And I thought that was a cool way of maybe trying to throw cats off the scent like it was actually somebody else, but not for the UJ Cole, we know. Um What do you uh what do you think about the song?
1: Well, um I well, he's basically talking about how he uses um Drugs, alcohol, and et cetera, to just holler at his pain. Yeah. Um, that's what I get from this song. Cool. I, I, I like the song. It's decent. But like I said, it's sad.
0: It is. It's just a sad song. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he be going through a lot of stuff, nah, man. I know. <laughs> he be going through a lot no. of stuff. But um, so my favorite part of the song is on a chorus. You know, he's basically just talking about medicating his pain away. Basically. And a part that I really key in on, he says, put me down gentle now right and it's almost like he's so fragile he can't take life anymore like life comes at you real fast and hard and when you medicate your problems away it's like pretty much always going to end bad you know it's not going to end great and I think it's easy to get drunk or high and get up there that's the easy part coming down is the hard part you know you think um, people expect to be put down easy because going up is easy and the thing that those pain and problems are still down there when you come down mm-hmm. so when you come out of the clouds just remember it's never gonna be gentle it's always gonna be hard and I think that's one of the parts that he um that really just strike me in that song
1: you know I also think that he he, he knows of other methods cause he talks about them in other songs on how to deal with whatever pain or emotions that um come his way but he keeps turning to it yeah you know, I guess it's always been near, drugs yeah. and alcohol. But there are other ways to handle your issues. Yeah. And so, you know, he talks about
0: that a lot. Yeah. So let's uh, jump right into one of the, uh, of the lead singles on his album, ATM. So... I like ATM. You like ATM? Yeah. What you think about it?
1: I mean, it reminds me of um, uh, Busta Rhymes. The, the, the uh, video is dope. Like it catches my attention. It's a good message. Um, It's not as sad. Um, It's definitely about money and greed, and I like it. It's it's a dope song. I
0: could play
1: that like a month from now. Yeah,
0: you can. So this this is the one on the album that's probably the most replay value. Like a lot of these songs are really good. They're really melodic, but um, you gotta be in a certain mood. I can see somebody have to be in a certain mood to play some of these songs because. You know j cole's really just you know he's very solemn and melancholy and just you know really just chill mm-hmm. but this is um my thoughts on it is uh, this is the love of money song you know this is the you know love of money is uh what is it the love of money is something what the fuck i forgot sorry, anyway doesn't really matter um love of money is the root of all evil that's what it is oh and I had too much of this champagne. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, um but but the one thing that I hear in the back of this song is Kendrick Lamar. To to me Kendrick Lamar's influence is all over this song. Well, not all over, but pretty much just in the beginning. Really? Yep. Um so I I like I like I like the fact that um,
1: so you get Kendrick out of 18 I do I, I do get most rhymes yeah. out of 18 yeah. No no Cuz he gets the same I mean the video same,
0: yeah the,
1: the song that I'm referring to is it um give me Give
0: me some more Give me some more yeah. It's
1: like the same
0: Yeah this, the video is definitely the same definitely the same Um One thing that I like one lyric that I like about this song he says thank god thinking god like it's biblical I know it's going to solve every problem I have so he's talking about money so thinking god like it's biblical and people always pray for money. Yeah. I mean, people pray for money all the time. And it's not going to solve all your problems. It's going to make new ones. Um, more, more, yeah, more, problems,
1: more, prob- more
0: money, more, money, more problems. problems, man. I mean, the only way money doesn't make new problems is if you get it incrementally. And you don't change your lifestyle along the way with the new money. But that's, that's stupid, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it'll never happen. So... You know, you can thank God for money, and you can pray for money, but just make sure you know that when you get that money, it's not going to always end in your happiness. It can definitely make you happy. It can definitely make certain situations happy and certain situations easier, but it's not guaranteed to make your entire life happy.
1: I know, People need to stop searching for happiness because happiness is something, it's what you make it. So it's nothing that, you know And it's not always something that Lasts forever, you have to be content With the way things are right? To a certain degree, because happiness is something That comes and goes, and yep. comes and goes I mean, we can't be on cloud nine all the time
0: Nope,
1: it's, it's not It's not happen. possible You know, you really just have to perceive life And take it as it is, and, and find joy In every day yep. Cause, you know
0: There's joy in every day, you just gotta roll with the punches man. It's gonna be some stuff in your way
1: because you get the money, you are in. You can buy the things you want to buy, and, but then you don't have the people there, you can't trust nobody, yep. and
0: then yep.
1: paranoia sinks in, <laughs> and you're no longer happy. J. Cole
0: seems like he's at that place where he's sometimes.
1: <laughs> How long did it take him to make this album? I heard someone say like two um, weeks. Two I, was like, I was like, no.
0: <laughs> no, nah, not two weeks, no. Nah.
1: Like two years?
0: Um, No, his last one came out last year. Really? Yeah. So he's probably been working ever since then. Oh, yeah. Okay. For Your Eyes only Which was pretty much elevated I mean, music Yeah made. elevator music It wasn't that I pretty.
1: mean that was Extremely depressing I don't yeah. even think I finished
0: the whole album No I didn't <laughs>
1: I was like No nope, can't do it
0: Wasn't happy with J. Cole with that But very happy With, him with this one Alright so our next song Is Motivate I like
1: Motivate I like the way it sounds Nice Like I like the title
0: How, how, how it spells and so. stuff
1: How it spelled. Motivate like it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I like. The, I'm sorry. Go.
1: I, I like how he talks about his um his view on women has yeah. changed. Yep. You know he likes women more their natural selves and not trying to put up a. I mean it's whether you decide to be 100 percent natural or not you know it's totally a woman's choice. I'm down for both of them. But the ideal of realizing that there's so much more to females, mm. um, I think is great. It's a great way of looking at things. Or
0: And to um, put out there. Yeah, so Jay Cole's obviously so 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 sick and tired of the Photoshop as well as Mr. Lamar is. Um, so he yeah he's he's definitely looking for natural women. J. Cole switches up his voice a lot in this album, and you know I don't really like this song. This is a skip for me. I would t- I mean I would skip the shit out of this song. This <laughs> song like if I if this came on I would I would it would be instant skip so this is not my favorite one but um it flows with the album I dig it I mean I I dig how it flows flows with the album
1: that's one that's one thing I appreciate about his album it does flow from song to song it does have it's cohesive
0: yeah definitely alright let's uh move on to the next one Kevin's Heart
1: hate it
0: (laughs) you don't like Kevin's heart
1: fuck Kevin (laughs) (laughs) Oh. He, ha- he doesn't have any sympathy for me. Fuck Kevin Hart. Sorry. Dang. You know, I was all about Kevin Hart. I even read his book. Like, he put on this facade of being happy and content with life. And he found the one for him. And everything is just great. You know, I wake up every day and life is great. And then he goes and cheats on his wife. Mind you, he went and searched for that, in my opinion. Got on a plane one morning without his boys. Who goes to Vegas without their boys? who does that okay this is not about Kevin Hart but uh, he lost a lot of respect from me I know that people make mistakes and I think that if he hadn't been putting on that happiness and just I found the one so I mean if you look at his his other interviews before this incident you will see that that's the, the the what he's trying to put out there is that he's a family man. I'm not saying he's not, and that he's all about his wife and the baby that's coming and yeah. he's just so unbelievable he's found the one. Like, come on, my dude. <laughs> and I mean I'm pretty sure he's this is just the first time he got caught. Yeah. And the only reason why he got caught, he was like, Oh, you trying to take money from me? Nah.
0: <laughs> Basically.
1: Yeah, he's a whack dude. Sorry.
0: Um, I'm sorry. S- He's wet, <laughs> <I love laughs> that shit. Um, but yo, this song right here is um in the perfect spot for me for this album. Mm-hmm. It's right after motivate. People are motivated to make money. That's pretty much all we worry about day to day. Getting to the money, securing the bag. And um, you know, once you get to the money, a lot of times, you know, you get rich and you get powerful, and a lot of these dudes cheat, bro. They cheat to fulfill whatever yeah, ego or whatever need. And, and everybody cheat. You. you know, I'm not saying only rich dudes cheat. You know, everybody cheat. You know, Jay-Z doesn't cheat on Beyonce. Me, I mean, God knows. I mean, seriously. Like, what's going on here? Um, But one of the things that I do like about this... A um, couple of lyrics I like about this song. He says, um, Monkey on my back and I walk a hundred miles. Um, I like how it references... How long people keep their addiction before ever doing something about them. And because people, you know, do the same thing for years and years and years and know it's probably bad for them. And it's a bad idea. They keep doing it because they're addicted to it. Um, also, another lyric that I want to point out that I really, really um, enjoy. He says, they tell me what's in the dark find a way to shine. I've done so much that you that when you see you might go blind. And then he says, "What's done in the dark will always find a way to shine. I've done this so much that when you see you might go blind." So this lyric is dope to me because it's one of those repeating lyrics, but it's not repeating to hit a point home by saying the same thing twice. The first part starts off by saying, "They tell me," as in somebody somebody told him something they didn't know at the time. But then the second on the second part, he just says what's done in the dark and the referencing the fact that that's a part of him that he knows it to be true because he's been through it which is why he can say i'm a fake nigga and it's never been clearer can't see myself when i look in the, the mirror. mirror yeah it, it like this song this song is really really good Put together a song and in, in the and I did not expect to see Kevin Hart in the video. Actually, <laughs> didn't see, didn't expect it. So
1: Kevin is saying, "Yeah, I heard this shit all the time, but I was like, whatever. I'm gonna keep doing me." And now he realizes, Realized. "Oh, that shit really does." Exactly. So he's he, but he also acknowledges what I see is that he's a fake person who's just been putting on that smile of, yo, I'm the happiest dude." <laughs> you know, this is just me. I'm Kevin. Kevin Hart. You know, and then like. Nah, nigga, you really just guilty.
0: You just, you just, you know. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's, go ahead. that's Kevin, man. Yeah. But J. Cole did a good job with the song, and I, I think I appreciate what he tried to do with the song, even though, um, you know, people don't fuck Kevin Hart that much. No so, more.
1: I mean, like, was the song... Something like he has Kevin Hart, so is it something that Kevin talked to him about? Like um, already, like did he make the song for Kevin and Kevin, or was it that he seen what was happening with Kevin and yeah. like wrote this song? So like,
0: I think I think the the thought process I think what happened was he was writing this song about addictions and about how to overcome them, and he found like he was gonna write a song about cheating, okay. and Kevin Hart came and he was like, oh, I'm gonna write about that because that. <laughs> that's relevant. Mm -hmm. and then I don't know how the hell he got Kevin Hart to play in the video but he did (laughs) so
1: I think Kevin is just still trying to make up to his wife
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway let's move on to the next song Brackets this is probably one of people's favorite songs probably my second favorite song on the album um this is one of those beats if, if you listen to the show you know that I love beats like this um So, let's jump right into these lyrics. He says, uh, I just sit back on cool and watch my paper stack and trip off how much bread them crackers take from that. (laughs) What you got to say (laughs) about how much they take from that?
1: Lyrically, I like this song. I like the lyrics of this song. Um, We can somewhat relate because... You just notice the more money you make, the more they take. And then you're like, yo, where is this shit going? What's happening
0: (laughs) to my money?
1: So I get it. Cardi B even talked about it. She's like, yo, they taking 40%. Yeah. What the fuck
0: for?
1: So I like how he talks about in the song, probably later on in the song, he talks, he comes up with an idea of like, we should have an app where we like. Vote on what happens with our money, and in theory that would be great. Yeah. But let's be real, that app is never gonna work. Even so, if they had an app, it would probably malfunction all the time.
0: It would. So the, so, the reason why like the app is really is a cool idea. I don't know how it work. So, like. If you just had an app and you said, okay, cool. Here are the things that can be funded, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody fund them. Guess what? People are going to fund their favorite shit, right? Yeah, so
1: that's the issue.
0: (laughs) That's the issue. Like, you're going to get all the Google schools funded. You're going to get all the affluent neighborhoods funded. Funded. But, you know, the black kid in in a neighborhood that's not as affluent, you know, their program isn't going to get funded, right? And that is pretty much why we can't. Has it like a that. blanket thing like that? Okay. So from it, it, so it it couldn't work like stocks. Like you couldn't pick the stuff that you that you do. It would have to work like mutual funds, really. Mm-hmm. So where things are diversified. So you pick a mutual fund where you know they say, all right, cool. You have you can put your money in this mutual fund, and we're gonna put thirty percent in this, fifty percent in that, and f- you know you know whatever towards you know twenty percent in this, ten percent in that, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And they um they put it into these in, into these separate pots, and the pot could be you know good education, or the pot could be oh. computer science, so. you know, or something like that. Where you know your money's going towards computer science, but you don't know you who's, don't who's, know getting, who's it. getting the money.
1: But you know, it's but going you know, it's
0: going money. towards computer science. You know, you're going, you know, it's going towards roads or, you know, it's going towards, um, you know, lunch rooms in schools I think whatever it is, infrastructure, infrastructure yeah. whatever it is, you know, where your money's going in a sense, but you can't just allow people to pick because people are biased as hell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's still, it's still, I mean, or you need to have a better layout of where this money is going, better yeah. paper trail. Yeah of how it's being man. spent in in every way possible so niggas don't just take, take, take and put them in their pockets all the time because that's yeah. what's
0: happening. Pretty crazy, They're man. Just taking it. So, let's uh jump to the next trap. Once an addict. Which is an interlude. Which is... I, I don't really consider this an interlude. This is a full, blown-out song because it's long, man. Like, interludes to me are short. You know, I was mean how long is the song, I mean, I mean the song's like three minutes long. I mean I grew up in I grew up in like the nineties. interlude, he didn't interlude. Do an intro. Yeah, I mean I grew up in like the nineties and whatnot, you know, and we had interludes and they were short. You know, Blackstreet, you know, they had an interlude, What we're gonna do is right here is go back. Way, way back, back, back in the time. That was the interlude, and then Don't Leave Me came on, right? <laughs> so that's what I'm used to when I hear see here interlude. It's a full-blown-out song. Um This song, to me, is about his mom's struggle with addiction, man. How it affected them and how they handled it. Um, Clearly, from the last line, he says, he says he wish he would handle things differently. He says, looking back, I wish I would have did more instead of running. He was
1: young. He didn't know no better. Exactly,
0: and that's the thing, you know. I never had. I never had a parent that struggled with addiction. And as a child, I think you either know a super effective way to deal with you, <laughs> of handling your parent, or you just don't. Um, especially why you're dealing with it when you're young. In hindsight, everybody thinks they could have done more, and we see our faults is crystal clear. But you know, in the moment, as a little child, you don't you don't really know, you know, what your parents are really going through. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, um, when the kid is trying to help, you know, when the kid is offering solutions or whatever they can do as a as a young as a young person. You know, the parents got to be receptive, man, to those kids' efforts. You know, tell them to go sit down somewhere and argue, arguing with them every time. is not really going to help the kid, you know, try to go forward most of the time. A lot of kids are resilient and they'll keep going, but some kids are going to be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, he was resilient in the sense of, you know... He kept going, but yeah, after a while, you give up on trying to help that person because yeah. they don't want to, you, you don't think they want to help themselves.
0: It's too hard, man, because like, you don't want to argue every day. You know, your mom is, you know, you dealing with some things and you say, hey, if you don't do this, you know, this won't happen. And as a kid, you know, you don't really understand addiction at that point. Mm-mm. You know you don't understand it. I mean, and addiction is a real thing and people are dealing with it every day. And, you know, as a little, as a kid, you just, you just think, oh, you just stop, bro. I mean, because they tell you in school. You know, they'll say no to drugs. They make it seem so easy in school. This is really not that easy out here in the real world. People going through real things.
1: I mean, okay, this is an addiction, and my, my parents have. I mean, it's not hardcore drugs, but smoking cigarettes. I remember as a child learning and actually seeing what can happen to your lungs, how black they get. And so I drew a poster of a lung, a healthy lung, and a, um, a um, diseased lung and showed it to my mom and told her, this is what your lungs look like. She cried. I just knew she was going to stop smoking, bro. <laughs> I just knew it. What is she, 55, still smoking? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, you try as a kid. Yeah. But after that, I stopped asking her to stop smoking because yeah. then I realized that it's just, just something that I... I can't. It's something she has to she do, to do for herself. herself.
0: She has to do it by herself.
1: Whatever those consequences
0: are yeah. going to be
1: for not stopping sooner, you know it is what it is. But addiction is real all over. <clears throat> yeah, it's a hard thing to deal with.
0: Definitely. All right, so we got a couple more tracks to go, man. Uh, we are on "Kill or well, Friends" featuring Kill Edward again. Um, Jake Hole is doing the Kill Edward thing. I wish he would just get a. Uh, get somebody else to do it but he does a pretty good job of it slowing down his voice and things like that why um, do you
1: think he should get somebody else to do it
0: um
1: is that the whole thing of why he like tries to do his own thing and know yeah uh, I, th-
0: I mean i think i think jay cole feature yeah i think jay cole could use a feature or two i think he could definitely use an extra ear or two
1: i think he's a control freak
0: Oh, that's a good that's a good observation right there. He probably is.
1: Yeah, he they probably won't stick to the story the way he wants them to.
0: Yeah, he probably is. So, will we ever hear this Kendrick Cole album?
1: Probably not. I'm
0: not sure. Maybe
1: Kendrick would put something with Cole on his album because Kendrick don't mind. Yeah. And Kendrick understands that multiple people, multiple yeah. talents come Obviously, together. Yeah. Obviously, Kendrick you can does create that. something great and yeah. it still be about you.
0: Yeah. Kendrick has been doing that for the last couple albums he gets he gets a lot of people to help him
1: but it seems like J. Cole's albums are for him sometimes yeah not so much for his fans absolutely
0: um so yeah let's just jump right into Friends man so at the beginning of Friends he says this uh, lyric cop another bag of smoke today and to me um that lyric is pretty powerful because of the amount of times he says it um <laughs> Because people, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I mean, he probably hears that all the time from all the people he grew up that look like him. he's gotten a point into life where he doesn't use it every day. But people do. Like, if you go back home to, you know, where you stayed at or, you know, kicking with the same friends you used to uh, kick it with. That's all they do. That's all they do, probably. Um, I've dealt with that a couple of times in my life where, you know, you deal with friends and they're... You know, they're doing the same thing. And over and over. Because he
1: repeats again. it like 10, 15 he
0: times. He repeats a lot of times. And I doing. thought that was pretty I thought that was pretty profound. And it was not a thing that he's trying to hit at home. He's trying to say, yo, this this is this is too much. Like stop doing it. Um But one of the things he want he says in the song that gets me again, he says, um, I'm aggravated without it. My saddest days are without it. Mm-hmm. Which means he's he's doing drugs every day. He's going through it every day and saddest days um, without it at a point where it's the um and the song the cutoff where he said put me down gentle now I can kinda tie it back to that and that's basically saying evidence is saying what I was saying earlier is that it's never gentle it's always it's always terrible you know especially when you're saddest days or without it what do you think about that lyric? Do you have any uh, thoughts on that lyric? So,
1: is friend is friend his drug? Is friend drugs?
0: No, I think friends. I think friends um, is about his um, his friends. Basically, uh, it's a song about um, telling his, giving a solution to his friends about what to do Okay. to stop, you know, medicating, basically.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay.
0: So, so that that segues straight into what um my next point in this song. He says, and, and this this is the first song I've heard on here where Cole offers a solution to uh addiction, basically. And he says, Medicate, m- meditate, don't medicate. So look inwards for solutions to your problems. Look inwards for strength. Um, you hear people pray to God for strength or pray to God, please help me get through this. So I grew up in church, right? Did you go up in church? No, baby. No, <laughs> I went
1: to church. My No, I didn't go to church. Not like you <laughs> Not at like
0: all. Me. <laughs> anyway, so so I grew up in church. So I always prayed. My parents taught me how to pray and everything. And uh, one day I was in college and I was praying for strength to make it through. You know, wondering how I was going to make it. Because, you know, college is hard as hell. You know, I was, like a, I was a computer science major. You know, I was the first person in like forever to make it through college nobody ever did computer science so like it was just like you know i didn't know what the hell i was doing so (laughs) um and i'm praying for strength and i get an answer this time and the answer is you have all the strength you need you just gotta know you just gotta know how to use it that's the answer that i got from praying that day and i always have stuck with me
1: Babe, that's why you tell me i didn't know that like when i was oh lord give me strength today you say that to me. Yeah. You have all the strength you need,
0: and I'm like, whatever. Yeah, that's where that comes. That's from. where that comes. That's from. where that comes from. And yeah, because I, I was literally going through it. I mean, I, I was, you know, having a hard time in school because school, school is hard. I mean, you don't, you don't learn a lot, especially if you don't have family that goes through stuff like that. You no, know, you don't have families that have been, been in college, teach you how to study, teach you how to get, uh, build good habits. You know, you don't have it. So you're just going through. You're just going in there cold turkey, basically. So, um. Yeah, and I and that goes with the uh, the meditate line. So you look inward because you have all of the strength you need, basically. That's what J. Cole's saying to get through all of the problems that you have. You know, I, I'm pretty sure people see see that, well hear that and say, Oh, my problems are big. And there's a solution for that too, man. Um if you go inch by inch, everything's a cinch. Um, always start small. You may have a big. So every big problem has a bunch of little ass, small sub problems. I found it easier to solve the small sub problems first. You know, you know the things, the things that are. You know, if you have a problem getting to work on time or something like that for just some something really small. The, that that's that's the that's the overarching problem. But one thing that you could do to get to work on time. May wake up earlier, right? Stuff like that. Just, just, just for a small example, you know. That's that's the first thing you can probably do, and then the next thing you can probably do is maybe get your clothes ready at night or things like that to get you to work on time. You know, just little small things, and then you end up solving the big problem by doing little small things. And that's a, that's pretty much what I gotta say about that. What do you think? Well,
1: yeah, you're right. You start small, and then you know. Um, but I think he also he means by meditate, like you said, look inwards, is that people are so busy running. Because when you meditate, y- you have to literally clear your mind yeah. of everything yeah. and literally pay more attention to your inner self. Yeah. And so... You know, if you're not doing that, paying attention to your true gut feelings, you don't make the best decisions because you're just running off of emotions. Yep. So, I mean, meditation is like a really powerful tool to really help you figure out what the issue is so you know where to start. Absolutely. So meditate. Yeah. So yeah you meditate I, a
0: lot too, don't
1: you? When I can. And when I do, I realize I do so much better with like schoolwork and i'm more organized when i take the time out to meditate i I keep telling you oh man i miss doing my yoga Yeah. but it's when you get out of it and you break a routine it's hard to get back in it but yoga is really well that's you know my form of meditation is through yoga i mean meditation could be praying yeah um but you can't just sit there and meditate you have to put things into action if whether your form of meditation is praying or doing yoga or yeah. Your Hindu god, whatever that is, you just you can't just rely on things. Just manifesting, you have to put have the put work. work. Yeah, and people work. don't want to put the work because they realize it's a lot of work. It's a like, lot of work. Like literally, yeah, it might take you a few years to get to where you want to get to. Yep. But if you don't start, you're just pushing yourself farther, 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 yep. farther.
0: Inch by inch, everything. Yeah, you you got all those. You got all that work to do. Do one little thing. What can you do? Who can you call today? You know, who can you? Who can? What? 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 uh what paper can you fill out today? Today. You know, what can you, like, what can you do? What, pick up your kid from school early today. Mm-hmm. Do the homework early today. Like, those small things will solve an overarching big problem if you keep tackling some small stuff. That's just what I've learned. So, let's, let's move on to the next track, Window Pain. Um, Window Pane." we're getting down to the end of the album, so you know, J. Cole's getting a little more solemn. <laughs> if you can even get that, um, this song is about J Cole to me. It's about J Cole reflecting on how he thought that he would cha- be able to change so much more with his friends. He seems to focus on his friends and the people and his neighborhood that he grew up with. Which is understandable, you know. If people want to change the world. You gotta, you know, you gotta start at home, basically. And I think that he thought that he can change a little bit more with his fame, his money, his knowledge. And I think he ended up finding out that um, it's harder than he thought. That you might have to, sometimes you figure out you, you want to change your world, you want to change your neighborhood, and sometimes you might have to just start at home. You know, change yourself. You know, work on your kids, work on your family, things like that. Things that are very immediately close to you. Work on those first and then, you know, you can branch out from there. Um, there's a part at the end where Cole's talking to a little girl. And he asks her, "So why do y'all think bad stuff happened? Like why can't the world just be all nice things?" And uh, I wanted to get—I uh, wanted to get your feelings on that.
1: Um, what does the little girl? What was her
0: response? She said, "Well, she says something about um, God wants to teach us a lesson mm. and things like that." I feel that. So oh,
1: life can't all be good.
0: Yeah, life can't all be good. So I feel I I uh I uh have my feelings on it, and my feelings are I like I said, I grew up in church. So I read a Bible verse a while ago, and basically it says God guys let bad God lets bad things happen so we can see his wondrous works, basically, so we can see how he brings people out of these bad situations. And that was a pretty cool thought for me. So I I I I pretty much Um, cling to that as far as a religious aspect of it. So, um, on a religious tip, do you think about this type of uh, a quote any?
1: I don't... I guess I don't really take a religious Mm -hmm. uh, way of looking at it because I believe that um, you know, everything dies, everything it's recycled. Like You know, the earth recycles everything. So, we're here and the reason why we're not here might be sad, but eventually bad things are going to happen yeah. because that's just life so that's literally how I look at it I don't really try to find a, a good reason for it because to me that's just life things yep. happen now um you know cause one person can go because of an accident another person can go because of a broken heart another person can go because they lived a long life yep. right um, it's just the course of life and we're supposed to see that learn from it and maybe the next generation will learn from it. But you know how we um, experience life is just different for everyone and we just have to learn to to cope with it and do the best that we can. So that that I don't really look at it um a spiritual reason because um I don't I, I'd rather just say it is what it is.
0: Okay. With life. Or right. Cope. Cool. <laughs> so funny.
1: You say that a lot. <laughs> that's what I do. Word. Word.
0: Cool. That's what I do. Alright, so let's get to the last track. 1985. Um now. This is this song seems to me more like a freestyle. So supposedly this is him uh dissing Lil Pump for Lil Pump saying fuck J. Cole and stuff like that. And this is him dissing a little pump. He did it. <laughs> he I did mean, it. I mean, like,
1: was it even worth it? Like, I,
0: I wouldn't mean, have
1: dedicated a song to this whack person. <laughs> he's just... I listened to this song. I was like, what the... I just would not have wasted a song on him.
0: J. Cole is trying to give my man some game. That's what he's trying to do. So he's
1: trying to like, okay... Let me, let me, you know, and then you respond with something better. Yeah. So he, he, is this his way of trying to big him up? Like, okay, I'll do something good, um, better than what you've been doing to come at me. And then maybe you'll try to top what I'm doing.
0: No, I be think better. he's, I think he's, I think he's just trying to get, I think he's trying to say, look, um, your style is too trendy and you're not going to make it too long in this rap game doing what you're doing. So let so listen to me, and you'll make it a little bit further.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's still whack.
0: He's still a little pump is terrible. Little,
1: little, <laughs> little pump, like little what pump. is that supposed to be? like? Pump, 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 pump. That's horrible. His name is horrible. I, I, I'm i good. I
0: don't
1: do it well. I think with these pump, little. So like, I wouldn't even want little <laughs> in front of my name. So many little this, little that. Like, why would you even want? I'm tired uh, of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> why would you? You should. You should want to be More unique. Lil little punk?
0: Well, nobody really wants to be unique. All these cashes want to have fun and make money. They all say it. I don't care about my lyrics. I don't care about anything. I just want to have fun and make money. That's all they want to do. They don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. They want to be famous really fast and make as much money as they can. They don't care about longevity. I see. And uh, that's a that's a product of our social media age, man. That's, that's all that That's all that is. People want to... People are able to get on fast and they just wanna capitalize on their situation really quick mm-hmm. and be done with it. Do you know where he's from? Little Pump? No, I don't. Oh. I don't know I don't know much about Lil Pump, really. I only know him for making I think it's called Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Oh, yeah, Gucci Gang. Horrible. Yeah, I don't know him for making that song. He's I know like him selling for,
1: weed in school. Yeah, I know him yeah, yeah, yeah. This is
0: horrible. <laughs> I remember him I remember I know him for making like the, the fuck J. Cole stuff and then I know him for this. That's about it. Mm. So I don't listen. To I much still wouldn't waste a song on
1: him. Sorry, it's a waste of song. Yeah. Well, I guess he's speaking to more than just him. He's speaking to yeah, all the all guy, of. all the trendy trend, yeah. like you just say, all the littles that you know.
0: Yeah. So that's J. Cole's hour, man. Uh, all twelve tracks from the beginning to the end. That was now,
1: longer than I thought. Anyway,
0: now this album, obviously, his fifth. So we have to uh, review the album. I mean, we have to uh, the to not review the album. Right. We have to rate the album.
1: Oh, can I rate first?
0: You want to rate first? You go. I give it a
1: three point five. Three point five.
0: Why do you give it three point five? That's kind of low, son.
1: You think so? Yeah, I know because so. you you think this album is awesome.
0: Hmm?
1: I think I'm, I respect the album. I respect the lyrics. I respect what he's trying to do. But for me personally, I. Maybe one song I can put in the car a month from now. Be like, oh, I want to listen to that. I don't know, maybe ATM. I'll be like, oh, I want to listen to ATM. Other than that, it's not. It doesn't have replay value, where it's something I want to listen to and just put on play and listen to the whole album from beginning to end. Maybe I'm just not going through. I can't relate as much to the the drugs and addiction and. um some of the stuff that he talks about maybe that's why so i don't i just don't see myself playing his album in its entirety ever again Mm. so i give it a 3.5 because of that for me now you know i think it's a good album um it's nothing really different than he's done before except that the album itself is more cohesive it has a better uh story focus throughout you know um that's that's good um the, the beats are decent like they're decent beats because he wants you to pay attention to the story i get that too um that's why i give it a 3.5
0: mm.
1: you know i was gonna give it a three <laughs> i was like let me give it a five you know what i'm saying but yeah, you know, it's all right it's all right
0: well, overall um so i don't know if you guys know i, I maybe i've talked about this before but j cole's to me, his best. His, to me, my favorite album thus far was um, "Sideline Story," his very first album, and then it was um, the second one, and then um, I didn't like "Four Hill's Drive" at all, like at all, and then "For Your Eyes Only" was terrible. Mm. "A Born Sinner," that's the second album. So. I like those two, but this one, this is his best one to date in my opinion. This is his best thing that he's done since his first one. And I I think this is probably better than the first one. The only reason why I'm not going to give this one a five is because J. Cole still hasn't made it out of the solemn state that he's been in the whole time he's been in the game. J. Cole, I mean, I, I think he, he either he makes his own beats, or he works with the same number of producers, and he he just needs to branch out a little more and make some like make, make a couple more songs like ATM, a couple more upbeat songs, so the whole album isn't you know so solemn. Like you have to be in a certain mood to listen to this. If you're in a terrible mood and listening to this, like you know, it's not gonna you it's not gonna make you, it's not feel, gonna
1: make you feel better. better.
0: You know, and listening to some of the lyrics, yes, the lyrics are great. The messages are great. And that's what I listen to this album for. So that's why I'll be listening to this album for a long time because I like the lyrics.
1: Really? What song in a month from now, over the summertime, we're on a... The our...
0: Cutoff, I'm listening to.
1: You're going to be like, oh, I want to listen to that. The Kevin's Cutoff. Kevin's Heart, sir. I'm listening to. Oh, hell no, no. I'm definitely not Brackets,
0: that I'm shit. listening to.
1: Brackets, nope. Yep.
0: Friends, I'm listening to.
1: Nope.
0: I, I mean, I like some of the melodies on these songs. So. I'm gonna be listening to some of these songs. ATM, I'm, I'm gonna be listening to ATM too. Um, so I like the melodies on some of these songs, and like it's it's they're they're definitely good. I just think that he needs a little more upbeat songs. And I and I get I, I get that he couldn't put them on this album because this album had a certain feel to it that he needed to hit home. But next album, J. Cole, I'm looking for at least two. Club bangers. Not maybe not club bangers, maybe two upbeat songs. If you're gonna put twelve album twelve tracks, you need two.
1: if J. Cole wants people to to really listen to his lyrics, um, and and pull different people and uh, who otherwise be you know, who wouldn't normally listen to his lyrics but can relate to to him. I think that he needs to just a little make it just a little bit more commercial just a little bit just a little bit Just, just, yeah, a, just, a little, just and it. he'll reach more people yeah. and and those people will because you know when you listen to a song for a second time you're listening for the beat more than you listen to the lyrics anyway so and then you start to listen to the lyrics and then you start to think more about the lyrics so i think if he has more um better beats to grab people's attention um you know, you don't have to. They don't have to have. They don't have to be club bangers. Yeah, just you know, it's it's okay. It's yeah. all
0: right. Needs to be a little bit, a little, little bit more. That was that was the, one of the um the um, criticisms of Kendrick, especially with um with um um pimp to pimp a butterfly. I get it. You know, it was a really slow album. A lot of a lot of mellow beats. Lot of like lots of content, really great album. But that was the criticism of it from a lot of folks that it had no, it ain't, I couldn't ride to it. Ain't had no bangers on yeah, there no bangers. you know. And then and I think that's what he tried to do with Damn. He was like, okay, I'm gonna give you a couple more bangers. I'm gonna give you Humble. I'm gonna give you DNA. Yeah, and stuff and like those, that. And
1: lyrically, those are really good <laughs> yeah. songs.
0: So yep. that's my advice to him is get some better beats. Yep. So yeah, I get it. I'm a 4.5. What? That's what I give it because sure I like I. it. This is the best no, shit he's put sure out. No, no, no. This no, is the no, best no, shit no. he's put out, and there's nothing else that's better than this that he's put out, in my opinion. This is this is his magnum opus or whatever yeah, I want to call it. Um, and hopefully, hopefully the next one is better than this. But as far as concept albums go, J. Cole, I think you, I think you did it, my man. I think you did it, and I'm very happy for you. So that is our review of J. Cole's album K-O-D. Um, with uh with Thunderous Swami and Bentley Boog. Hey, why do
1: they call you Bentley Bug?
0: Why do they call me Bentley Bug? We ain't got no we drive damn. A damn Bentley. <laughs> 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 we do <laughs> where? me Chuck it outside. You know? ain't <laughs> done. <laughs> Let me find out. Anyway, yo, so here we go. So um, here we go. We're gonna sound off, and we're gonna and you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Can I Live? Um, I'm not on there that much, but I need to be on there more. So we're gonna try to work it out. Um, I, Thunder, really
1: don't, I don't have a handle, babe. I don't have any because everything has my real government. So
0: well, it's cool. You ain't gotta give it. Then.
1: Yeah. Y'all got something to say hit up uh, I, do, I do it for hip-hop. hip-hop yeah
0: so the email is I do it for hip-hop one at yahoo.com that's I do it for hip-hop one at yahoo.com you can also hit up the instagram page I do it for hip-hop underscore podcast on Facebook is I do it for hip-hop podcast you can hit us up on all of those different um, places you can also hit up great fair on twitter that's gr8. Underscore PharaoH, or you can hit up Soul, um, S O L Invictus, S O L I N V I C T U S, Underscore Seventeen on PlayStation Network and on Twitter. Get at us, yo. I'm Boog, and I do it for hip hop.
1: Um, Swami, and I do it for hip hop. The, 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 the